0: female in technology looking to reach the VP level and beyond? Join me, Lisa Kostova, and guests for honest and real tips, strategies, and conversation to accelerate and most importantly, enjoy your career climb today. Hello from the Female Tech Exec Podcast. Today, I wanted to delve deeper into a topic that I covered in a prior episode, and that topic was about the importance of submitting speaker proposals to industry events. This, I have come to believe, is the key skill to growing your career and differentiating yourself in the marketplace, both inside and outside of your company. And the sooner you start doing it, the better the effect will be and the easier it will be going on. The biggest myth out there is that you have to be someone, you have to have a title and a big role before you start writing and talking about your areas of interest, And I want to break that myth. And I've broken that myth, I believe. What I want to do today is to give you examples from our community about topics that were accepted at the Women in Product Conference as an example of the type of content and how they formulated their headlines and descriptions so that you can do a similar idea or topic or proposal next time around. Again, I think Women in Product has a great, great support system for first-time applicants, submissions. And I also want to encourage you to uh, for sure, for sure, submit for the next one, but also not wait what is going to be almost a year until you have a chance to submit for the next conference. But really go out there and look for other stages and opportunities like internal workshops or events at your company, at other organizations like Women in Tech, Women in Cloud. There's lots of lots of organizations, maybe some are specific to your industry and podcasts as well. Go and speak on podcasts and really get into the habit of thinking of yourself as a speaker, of submitting speaking proposals, submitting blog pr- proposals as a guest uh, writer. This is just going to get you in the game faster and it's only a matter of time. It's it's goals, it shots a goal and not the first goal in. It's only a matter of time until you get to speak. So today I want to go deeper specifically into the process of submitting a topic proposal, the headline. And the headline is extremely, extremely important. As I may have mentioned last time, I want you to learn a little bit about marketing and specifically email marketing. This is going to be a skill that serves you as a product or a product-related person, no matter what what you do. And if you do have an email marketing colleague at your company, I encourage you to take them out for lunch or drinks and pick their brain about what constitutes good headlines for emails. Now, I have also come to believe through my experience in product management and now as an entrepreneur operating in the internet marketing world that. You know, it is possible to be an average product manager without understanding good marketing, but all the brilliant product managers also know um, and appreciate good marketing and specifically good email and growth marketing. So if you take a look at your email inbox, or if you take a look at your news app, like the Apple News app, I want you to start paying attention to what articles or what emails you click to open. And start paying attention to why you want to open that article. Obviously, there's a lot going on with current events and the news around the war in Ukraine. I want to acknowledge the fact that we live in a in a world where there is a huge war going on and it affects all of us, um, those of us with family there and those of us with family both in the Ukraine and in Russia, obviously the most, uh, my heart goes out to all my friends and family who have people who are currently being bombarded and shelled and killed It is a horrible, horrible thing. And it's also important to understand that it's affecting all of us watching that, bearing witness to it. It's causing a lot of PTSD for us. And I really want you to not ignore it, but kind of what I'm starting to do is like time box the exposure I have to the news that are going on there, because I found myself really, really depressed and really unable to do anything else, kind of being just 24-7 in the news flow uh, when the war first began. So that's part of the reason why I haven't like switched over the content and the programming to be completely current events related, because, um, you know, my hope and my desires for that war to end as quickly as possible for us to start rebuilding and recovering from it. And we all have our leadership roles to play in our families and our work environment to not fall apart and to keep being that person who can be the support for everyone else around them. So we have a responsibility as leaders, as people, as women in tech to keep living our lives, to keep doing a good job, to keep showing up for our families and our work environment, no matter what is going on in the world. And it is my responsibility as well to keep showing up for you in this container, in this environment. So back to headlines. And I would say my guess, again, this is not corroborated with anything I may have heard from women in tech specifically or other organizations, but um, The biggest piece of whether your application is successful or not to speak is the headline, your proposed topic. And your proposed topic really hits on the relevance to the audience, um, the relevance to what the theme or the topic is that the organizers of the event are trying to highlight. They're trying, oftentimes there are themes or keywords that they're building content around. So your topic has to be relevant not just for the audience that's going to be in the room, but also to any theme that organizers have picked around the event. So there are a number of principles that I want you to remember about drafting a winning headline. The first one is that it that whatever you're talking about comes from your experience. And It's not necessarily going to show up in the headline, but having lived through an experience that you want to share or teach will help you be more confident in writing uh, killer headlines that make bold promises or address specific pain points because you'll be more confident in saying, yes, I've been through this or I can solve this or I can show you how to do X, Y, Z. The second principle for writing winning headlines is specificity. So by specificity, I mean, don't just say, I'm going to talk about resilience, or I'm going to talk about why, you know, why AI is important in the world, or how machine learning uh, can help technology evolve. These are huge topics. They're like ginormous things that... Um, if you think of your topic, if you can have a whole section in a bookstore <laughs> titled by that word or topic, then you're very very broad. You need to get super super specific. And instead of like, you know, saying how like ML or AI or overview of ML or AI, you can say, you know, how here here's a here's I'm thinking of. Uh, the top of my head, but here's like a an example of a specific topic. If that was your experience, is how you can transition to becoming. And this is specifically for women in product for that audience. How you can transition to becoming a successful machine learning product manager, or three skills to learn as a person as a product manager learning ML. Right. So this is addressing specific. Point somebody transitioning to work on machine learning technology without prior experience, wanting to ramp up, wanting to learn their product manager. And here's the first couple of things that they need to learn, and you're going to teach that to, to them in half an hour. And again, this you're not going to be able to cover a whole lot. Most of these talks are 20 minutes or less, sometimes 10 minutes or less. You're just going to have time to cover one topic in a little bit of depth, or you're going to have time to cover several, kind of like skirting the surface. When I submitted my topic for the five keys to progressing beyond a senior PM, I had a list of about 14 topics that I could talk about. And the reason I picked five, um, and I did not know which five I was going to pick. I left that decision until after my speech was accepted and I was invited to speak. But the reason I chose five is I took the time allotted for my format of my speech, which was 20 minutes. And I said, okay, how much time do I really have to cover principles of progressing in your career? And my math went something like this. I need three to five minutes for intro. I need one to two minutes to wrap up. That leaves me 15 minutes. And in 15 minutes, I can maximum cover five things uh, because I need about three minutes to talk about each one of them. So I knew I couldn't cover more than five, and five was going to be super short and snappy and super quick because I wanted to save time for a story, which was my beginning of my speech. I wanted to save time for a little bit of a wrap-up at the end. So think about the format and how much time you have to cover what. It's unrealistic to be able to cover like 21 fundamental principles of ML in like 10 minutes. <laughs> That's going to be just one word per principle, and maybe then you can go through the list. So look at the format, look at how much time you have, scope it down as quickly as possible. And you don't have to, again, I want to underline this, you don't have to know exactly what are you going to talk, be talking about. You just need to understand how many things you have time to talk about. And after your speech has been accepted, then you can start drafting the content. So for me, I had 14 candidates for the five things. After I was invited to speak, I was able to go in and say, "Okay, now I'm going to go through this list, consolidate, eliminate and prioritize and come up with my list of top five. So that is specificity. Again, five things or five keys, super, super important. I gave you an example of my my topic. Um, I'll give you more examples uh, in just a second. The third principle of a killer headline is relevancy. And relevancy means it's relevant to the audience. So by relevant to the audience, I mean, again, I'll give an example of somebody who asked me a question during a workshop I had with women in product about teaching people how to submit proposals. And this person said, well, Lisa, I am a security product manager and I want to... No, actually, this was, again, an AI and ML product manager who was working on recruiting products or products for the recruiting space, for recruiting teams. And she said, I want to submit a proposal about how... AI and ML can take away unconscious bias in interviews. And so we worked this out. I asked her, well, imagine you were to record that talk and upload it on YouTube on your own channel. Who? What type of person do you expect to be clicking on that YouTube link and watching the video? And we kind of decided that the person who was would be more likely to be interested in that video would be somebody from HR or decision maker or stakeholder in the company who can actually decide to implement ML and AI in the recruiting process and uh, who has an interest in increasing diversity and uh, removing unconscious bias from the company the company's recruiting process. But it wasn't going to be a room full of primarily mid-career or junior to mid-career women working in product management positions because they don't they they can't do anything with that information. It's yes, it's interesting, but it's not relevant to them. So I really encourage that person. I don't know if she submitted or not, but I really encourage her to think about how from her experience as a minority candidate, she could extract principles that helped her interview in more homogeneous tech companies and have offers from them. So what, were, what are some principles or strategies that could help a woman PMs, a lot of whom are, you know, first generation or second generation immigrants, to really land those positions and deal with unconscious bias as a candidate, not as a stakeholder in the company. So that's what I mean by relevance. It has to be relevant to the audience that's going to be in the room. So you have to know the people that are going to be there and you're going to have to make it interesting for them. If you were to put that headline in you know, their inbox as a subject line, or you were to put this headline as an article headline in their news app, you want to be sure that they're going to click and open it. That is the way to get to get the attention of the committees that are vetting the submissions as well. The next principle is, um, what should I call this one? Let's call this purposeful or teachable. Because some of the proposals that I've seen from women, uh, specifically for the Women in Product Conference, have had to do with things that are obvious. So I'll use an example of someone who wanted to talk about a specific process of flow, a specific process of flow, being in flow, being relaxed, kind of like a meditative process. And her original subject line was how this meditation process, you know, like why the meditation process is key to your success or something along the lines. But the bottom line is that the answer was obvious. The answer was obvious because all of us know that being in flow, being relaxed is leads to good things, leads to good things like productivity, like Higher satisfaction with your work. The problem for most of the people who are struggling with flow is not understanding that flow is beneficial. Most of the frustrations and the pain they experience is actually how to get into the flow, not understanding the benefits of the flow, if that makes sense. So rather than stating the obvious in your headline, I want you to think about something that can teach or address a pain point that somebody is experiencing. So don't be obvious about your headline. Have it be specific, like how. So uh, we brainstormed some ideas and it was like the, you know, shortcuts to getting into a flow state, even if you're overwhelmed or even if you're working from home with kids, whatever, you know, that those are different topics. But here are some shortcuts here are some ways for busy pms to get into flow now that is more relevant that is more specific and that is not obvious right the final and most important principle for writing a winning headline is the hook so you don't want to be revealing your assumption or what you're going to teach in the hook the hook is about the pain point you're addressing or the subject line more more specifically speaking, the headline is not going to show them what you're going to teach them, but it's going to talk about the pain point you're addressing or the benefits they're going to get from the uh, talk. So my workshop coming up f- at the Women in Product Conference 2022 is all about you writing your 30, 60, 90 day plan for starting a new role. And that is like, you know, Not revealing what I'm going to teach you. I'm not saying, hey, learn how to insert principle one or insert principle two, because there's a number of problems with that. You're talking about the means, you're not talking about the end. And the means don't matter at all. The first time I ran the Product VP Challenge, I knew what results the women in that challenge wanted to achieve. And at the end of the challenge, I invited them for Into our inaugural product executive accelerator group coaching program, and at the time, I was very, very, very clear about what results we wanted to achieve, and I was still kind of working in my mind the ways that I would, what I would teach in the program to get them there. So I approached it like one week at a time or one month at a time, thinking about the curriculum because I was very, very clear about the end result, but. Honestly, that was not necessary for me to enroll people into the paid program. They looked at the end results. They liked what they saw in the challenge. They enrolled. The same thing with you. There's no point in telling them what you're going to teach them specifically. Just tell them why you're going to teach them the results they're going to get or the pain point they're going to alleviate. And honestly, I could have taught those women, headstands or push-ups, if that's what would deliver the end results, I'm not attached at all to what it is that gets them there, right? The important part is being clear on the end result. So the hook needs to be, needs to address the pain point specifically, needs to address the benefits specifically. And let me give you a few examples because I promise that. <laughs> so I'll give you a few examples of subject lines of headlines that were accepted at the Women in Product. Some of them are by me, some of them are by our community. And I want you to kind of listen to each headline and see how it addresses all the principles that we just covered. So my first headline for speaking in the 2020 conference was Five Keys to Progressing Beyond a Senior PM. So see how that addresses uh, my own experience. I knew that You know, I had lived those principles, so I was confident in making that promise. I uh, was specific. This was for senior PMs who were frustrated, who wanted to get to the next level. It was relevant because at that time, Women in Product was sharing its demographic data. I knew that more than half of the room was going to be senior PMs. It was relevant for them because it was specifically to the audience that was in the room It had, it was not obvious. (laughs) It didn't tell them how I was going to, what I was going to teach. It just pointed to the end result and was kind of very enticing in the sense that it was specific, the five keys. Here's another example. And this one, (laughs) funnily enough, also has the five keys. I think she got inspired by my topic. And this, this person's uh, headline is five keys to escalating effectively And it covers the tools and mindsets product managers can use to unblock and overcome obstacles in cross-functional collaborations. So again, specific, relevant, the hook is there, escalating. Normally when you use like a emotionally loaded word like escalate, it means that, you know, there's something to be overcome or there is a, you know, it's like has an urgency, that emotional word is charged with emotion. One useful tool to analyze your headline for emotional value is AM Institute, Advanced Marketing Institute. I'll drop the link in the show notes. It's aminstitute, all slash headline. You can type your headline and see what percentage emotional value it has. Anything 29% or 30% and over is pretty good. Uh, this tool is used by copywriters to analyze the emotional content. And, um, you know, other examples uh, I could use from talks I've done at Women in Product, the conferences and workshops is um, saying no, you know, saying no to advance your career. So the hook there is that by saying no, you're going to be successful. And how to say no, we're going to teach you how to say no. So again, addressing specific pain point of people who have uh, trouble setting boundaries etc. This is a this is a topic that was just accepted by a member of our community. And it is product managed like a mom, leveraging mom skills, how leveraging mom skills can help you achieve product mastery. So again, see the relevancy, see uh, that it comes from her experience, it's specific, it has a hook, and it's all the good stuff in there. So I really encourage you to practice by paying attention to the subject lines that you click in, in your inbox, the topics, the podcasts that you click to listen to, and also uh, your news app and start writing, start writing like punchy headlines like that, because that is the shortest way or the fastest way to get yourself uh, into speaking opportunities. All right, I'll talk to you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, send to a friend, leave a review, and connect with me on social media. The best way to connect is to register for the next free Product VP Challenge at www.productvpchallenge.com. Until next time, keep climbing and keep enjoying the climb.